morning, campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you killer kangaroos? Episode 17. Is that where we're at? Yeah. 17. Oh, gosh. Is it? Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. <laughs> you see how we're perfecting that intro? Like, I, I don't stumble on our names anymore, and you, you got killer kangaroos today. Like, it's just damn good. Doing a damn good job. It's a crazy day. We love it. <laughs> it's crazy to think that we're already on episode 17. Uh... You know, we're here with another Campfire Tales today. We have some really interesting stories that we found in our emails. You guys have been crushing it, by the way. We have so many submissions right now that I don't even know what to do with myself. And the ones we got today are no exception. They're really, really good. Yeah, we honestly, I, we are like so floored every time we open our email and have so many like stories and encounters that you guys sent us it's just amazing and thank you so much for you know giving that back to us and you know not only listening to us but you know giving us your little piece of you know what's going on in your life we also are really trying to make uh, our reddit a discussion space on like new episodes so especially with campfire tales we would love to hear what you think maybe some of these stories are uh maybe some of these like cryptids or ghosts or anything that you might think like you have an idea on because some of them might be unexplored right there's not really an answer but if you've heard of anything in this area or maybe uh you have an idea of what the creepy creature could be uh make sure you check out camp cryptid podcast on reddit since we've been kind of, you know, like you said, on our Jersey Devil, Bigfoot, and all these cryptid uh, stories, you were just at a wonderful convention in Florida near our beloved Skunk Ape. <laughs> Tell us more about this convention that you were at because I like literally saw the pictures and I was like, that looks like so much fun. I'm yes. losing it. <laughs> um, I was in Florida, yes. I did not get to see our beloved Skunk Ape, unfortunately. <sighs> Um, I did Next get time. to go to Collecticon, though, which is a, like, TCG-based convention, which, honestly, there really isn't a lot of them. Uh, it's very Pokemon-focused. It's very, you know, there's, like, a little bit of magic. But the big thing that we get actually was MetaZoo, uh, which we've we've mentioned here and there before. It's a cryptid card game, and um, there's, like, some, I guess, some, like, really expensive cards that go through it. I actually came across a few booths that were doing cryptid-related games that were in relation to it. Uh, I also found... A game like there's a guy who's doing a card game that's all weed based, so it's like weed <gasps> monster related, almost looking like. Yeah, it's really. Interesting, oh but, my god, I love that! Uh, definitely the big <laughs> thing that weekend was MetaZoo, so we're definitely getting more cryptid representation. Um, you know, I hung around around that booth area. People were talking about. It. I was like, actually, I do a cryptid podcast with my best friend. Here's our stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was really cool. They're to like see. nerds. <laughs> yeah, big nerds. Yeah. So I know. Um, I love it. Yeah, it was really good. I got to go there with whatnot. Uh, I'm be doing like box breaks with them on that website. Uh, which if you sign up with my link, you can get ten bucks off and stuff. But uh, I'm gonna do some like oh wait, stuff what was that link to get oh. ten dollars off? It's whatnot.com slash invite slash Lewis Stardust, and you get 10 bucks to the site to spend. Um, they also do, like, other things, like shoes and, and merchandise and stuff. But if you want to find, like, other stuff like MetaZoo or, you know, your other things, you could check that out. So uh, I also pop by Universal for a day. Love that. Yeah, oh. I wrote the new Harry Potter roller coaster. The Hagrid's oh, one. my heart. Yeah. 100% worth it. So freaking scary. I loved it. Um, did you get butterbeer? Girl, it was so crazy. I paid... <laughs> I think I paid $15 for a water and a soft pretzel. So oh. it was too crazy. It was super hot, too. It's not ready. For oh, it, Florida. But. Yeah, Florida. That's, well, like that's why the skunk ape smells because that, that weather there. That honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's way too humid. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Um, I should have looked for more like Florida cryptids and like try to do something while I was there. But alas, I was busy. Hey, next time. Yes. Now we know next time. Yes. Um, yeah, you talked about MetaZoo, and we, you know, I had never heard of them. And then 
I found out that they did these amazing cryptid cards and like the artwork on them is so cool. It just makes me want to collect the cards like just Mm -hmm. just as just put them off all over my walls. But uh, you know, I I'm really excited you got to go. That is amazing. I love that for you. Next time though, we're gonna have to get you to go to some roadside like skunk ape attractions. Yeah, (laughs) girl, I want to go to like. I want to go to, like, Roswell, and I want to have that, like, alien encounter experience where you go to, like, the little, like, roadside stuff. Like, I know there's a big one that was, like, posted on Reddit, too. Like, I want to go to all these, like, big, dumb, explosive, like, quirky places and see them for ourselves. Like, make a little road trip out of it. That sounds so fun. Oh, my gosh. A road trip of weird America. I love that. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Where's the (laughs) show of that? I don't know, but there needs to be one. Hey, if anybody is listening... Hit yes. your girls up. <laughs> do you like weird, weird roadside attractions for like cryptid and like lore and then just do ghost hunts the wrong way? Somebody needs Hell to hire yeah. us. I'm just saying we have great ideas consistently on this podcast and um, I'm upset that no one is funding that. So <laughs> I know like what the heck we need. We, we need we need an RV or like stat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super cool RV. Put all your pets in it. Oh my gosh! I don't know if there'd be enough room. With, like, no, probably not. We would need like a. <laughs> I need bus. like I need, yeah, I know like a, like a tour bus that's like yeah. Hi, um, can we get this Justin Bieber sized tour bus, please? Thank you. Mm-hmm. At least eight, for the dogs. The dogs cats. would have their own bucks. They would be good. Yeah, yeah. Dedication. I think. I oh, think we're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> off topic. Planning our road way. trip. Yes, um, I'm going to let you take the first viewer submitted story uh, because this is like one of our favorite things to do. And we have some really great ones today. So I'll let you take the lead with the first one. Yeah. So like uh, Lewis said, we've been getting so many stories and um, they range from anywhere from like, you know, UFOs to, you know, local urban legends to cryptids. And this next one is a cryptid story from Todd, uh, who is from New Hampshire. So if you are in New Hampshire and you have anything that, you know, sounds similar or, you know, you're just like, oh, my God, I saw that thing last week. Make sure to let us know in our subreddit or on our website. Just Send us a line. <laughs> so here we go. This is Todd's story from New Hampshire. I used to live in an apartment complex that was in the town of Northfield. There was a decade of sightings of this gremlin-like creature. Myself and many others included had multiple encounters with it. We never had a name for it, but it was talked about quite a bit between all of the neighbors. There are four apartment buildings, and at least one person in each building has seen it. The first time I saw the cryptid was when I was a sophomore in high school. When I was walking out of my dad's building, I stopped right out of walking out the door. As I faced the parking lot, it was walking right in front of me. It looked like Reptile from the Mortal Kombat movie, but smaller and covered in fur. I was frozen in shock, and it turned to look at me. It then hissed at me and slid under a car and took off into the woods. As soon as I saw it leave, I ran as fast as I ever have to my mom's apartment building. I told my parents about it, and they laughed at me, thinking that I was just mistaken about what I was looking at. Until a few weeks later, my dad saw it, and then he believed me. It would knock at people's windows and sliders. It would look into people's apartments, and the scariest story I heard from a neighbor was that it was on her balcony messing with her cats. I've had other encounters with it, but they are all similar. Thank you for letting me talk about it. I think about this all of the time. The fact that this is like a, like a, not just them and their dad kind of thing, right? Like a family thing, but... Yeah. It's multiple people throughout the units that are seeing this and reporting it. That's what's interesting to me about this story. Yeah. Like it's um there's a story out of Pennsylvania recently where these people caught this um almost like this weird 
um, like dog-like creature, and no one knew what it looked like because it didn't look like anything that people had seen, and they drew DNA out of it. Um, but as they were waiting on the DNA to come back in, this creature gnawed through its fucking enclosure and escaped the place, right? And so people are like, what the shit is this thing? Like, it gnawed out of its enclosure, it escaped, and come to find out, it was just like this really mangled up fucking coyote. Did you find this but on, what the hell? It on Reddit? No, but I should. I should. I see, that's see the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, listen, y'all got to understand. I like I go on so many tangents throughout the day trying to find like weird stories and then I just I think I almost have like ADD cuz I like I I have like 20 tasks I'm doing at once. So and, and then that just brings up all these ideas of all these stories there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but no, I'll share that story on Reddit. But yeah, come to find out it was a coyote. Um it just looked really mangled up. But, you know, what the hell looks like a fucking reptile and hisses and has fur? A fucking dinosaur, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know, oh man. My That's crazy. I can't imagine something like that. I would just be, I'd be like, we need to move out of this apartment complex also. Like, going back to the story. Yeah. Because that's just, I, I know we say it all the time, it's not easy to move. But if everybody's seeing it, that's a lot for me. I know. Well, like, I, I looked up, you know, to see if there was any other sightings. I was, like, looking at, like, Northfield, like, Gremlin. <laughs> the movie Gremlins came up. Um, but then there was, like, another story that was out of, like, Northfield, but it was about a pig man. So we'll ha- I'll have to look up that one and come back in the future on that one. So. But isn't I'm there, like, again. not to talk about the military, like, right now, but isn't there, like, a military thing with Gremlins? that They would say that there was, like, um, have you read this? It's said that a gremlin is a folklore kind of creature that malfunctions an aircraft or other machinery. Um, so this was talked about, like, since World War II. And it was just, like, basically say that, like, gremlins would come in and, like, destroy the planes. Oh. Like um, little mechanics. Those gremlins. Yes. There is a movie with um, Chloe Grace Moretz. And I think it's called... Oh, I saw that on Hulu. Yeah, it's not like the craziest that. movie. Yeah, ever, but the the lore yeah. of it being like a creepy gremlin that comes onto your planes and stuff. Um, it's called Shadow in the Cloud. It's it's still pretty interesting as like a little yeah. thing. For some reason, that just reminded yeah. me of that. Um, but yeah, that's that's like so. Yeah. I I guess. Yeah. Well, Todd, if y'all are seeing a gremlin, I guess the question is: is are there any industrial things over by you? You know, that's true. Is there anything like? I don't know over by you that might cause a gremlin to be like that's the only thing some tomfoolery that's the only thing i could think of like other than like maybe like what you said maybe like a just a mangled up like animal that just looks really beat up but yeah i don't know if it's like crawling like that i don't think (laughs) i don't know what i would do if it is and it looked like fucking that is my favorite thing ever first off so if anybody has a logical (laughs) reason feel free to let us know over on our reddit but until then i think we're gonna go over to wes's story uh so wes is from philadelphia and he says i work at the university of pennsylvania one day i got my assignment and had some work to do at this older historic house called the fells uh which is owned by a man sam fells and his wife i started at 6 a.m and i'm standing in the courtyard having a cigarette before i get started Nobody was in the house. I opened up the place and I had this weird feeling that somebody was looking at me from a second floor window and I couldn't stop turning around and looking up at this window saying, who the F keeps looking at me? I think nothing of it. So I go in and start to open the house and head up. I head upstairs to make a cup of coffee. Here's where shit goes down. (laughs) I'm standing there in the kitchen, but down the end of the hallway was the window that I was being watched from. The refrigerator would beep if the door was open too long and it just randomly started beeping. 
The lights flickered and the hair on my arm stood up. So I pulled out my phone and started taking pictures. I swear on my mother's and father's life, when I looked down at the pics I took, one of them had an orangish reddish face on the wall and another I saw a shadow figure kind of peeping its head from one of the rooms down the hall. Once I've seen one of those two, once I had seen those two photos, I said thank you and loudly bowled the F out of there. I still wish I had the phone that those pics were on. I know it's a long, detailed story, but it's a good one. Uh, so I did message Wes asking if there was any way to resurface this. Maybe even pictures of just the area where it was taken. But obviously, uh, they do not have the phone anymore. So to me, it just sounds like some ghosts were messing with him in this building. Um, yeah. And it sounds like it's a historic building. So it wouldn't be surprising to me if, if they had saw a shadow figure or something. Right. I always feel like... <clears throat> A lot of times with college campuses, too, they're older buildings. They've been around for a while. So you've got an influx of people that have been there over the years. So I'm sure a lot of them have history. I mean, at Heidelberg, where I went, there's literally one of the places that's uh, that France Hall that's supposedly haunted. Um, and then under our, our university, there were tunnels that connected everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, universities, man, they're creepy. And especially, I feel like, Pennsylvania. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like yeah. ever since our trip, I don't judge anybody's story and I don't question it anymore. I'm like, you saw something? That's it. You saw something. <laughs> well, too, like, I feel like, too, when Wes said he started to feel like, you know, the you could feel the energy. You could feel like everyone knows that feeling when someone's looking at you or something is like, you know, you just feel that energy. So I feel like Wes was definitely feeling that energy that day. So, so the next story is going to be from Jason. And he writes in to us that, I worked in the funeral business for 10 years. In that time, I made many friends and contacts at cemeteries and funeral homes. One cemetery here in Nashville is Mount Olivet. I hope I pronounced that right. Olivet. If I did not, roast me in the comments. <laughs> it's one of those oldest in Nashville. Oh, it's one of the oldest in no Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one of the oldest in Nashville, old enough to where Civil War soldiers are buried there. One of the groundskeepers was an amateur ghost hunter and was planning to stay there all night one Saturday night. I asked if I could join, and he said he didn't mind as long as the funeral home manager said it was okay. I was granted permission and had planned on joining him that night. I met up with him around 9 p.m. that night, and armed with a little digital camera and a voice recorder, we started recording. You would figure there would be a lot of activity in the older parts of the cemetery, but all the action we recorded was in the news section. We recorded several different colored orbs of, of lights floating around the cemetery for several minutes, and although it was during the summertime, very cold air surrounded us. After a period of inactivity, we moved to a little cave-type area that is a Civil War memorial now. It was used as a field hospital during the Civil War. We got some killer EVPs here. While there were three of us ghost hunting, there were no children with us. On the digital recorder, we got three kids' voices. One said, stop. Another said, I'm cold. And the last one saying, I'm going to tell mom. That was by far the coolest and spookiest thing that happened to me at that time. Uh, if you want to do a good ghost hunt, Mount Olivet would probably be a prime destination. You won't be disappointed with the results. Heck yeah. <laughs> See? And Love like, that. Like, again, not to bring you back to our ghost hunt, it's still crazy. To say, like, it was just the two of them and it was very much clear, like, there's – that's, like, a very unexplainable thing. That's it. That's the same thing that happened yeah. to us. It's something that's so clear. It's something that's not anybody else in your party. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I would love – I would love to go to areas like that because, I mean, you just know there's just so much going on there, so – 
especially with a cemetery you just never know someone's story who they're trying to you know and also it's like what a cool job like i know it must be a very exhausting and like sad job to have being in the funeral business but getting to do something like that's like kind of like a big opportunity like really really cool experience yeah. yeah I love that story. Oh, my gosh, for sure. That was a really great one, Jason. Thank you so much for sending us that. If you do have um, any of the EBPs, please feel free to share them with us. We really want to hear Oh, it. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if anybody else who's listening has been around that area and you have any experiences or anything that's maybe around, you know, Nashville that's kind of creepy and haunted that kind of adds to some of these, you know, experiences around that area, let us know. This is a long one. This is from C. It's kind of like a two-parter. Uh, he says, I have a small ghost town story from where I live. I did some research and I did some research to try to confirm things that were said to me, but I could not find any factual evidence of what I was told. I'm going to assume that some of these stories were false. However, I can see where some of it may have some bones to it. I was living with my roommate in Blanco and my girlfriend at the time and I were really wanting to go ghost hunting. She and my roommate had lived in Blanco their whole lives and told me about this community called Peyton Colony. A little background on what it is. It's a ghost town that and was a community of freedmen, recently freed slaves and after the Civil War in 1865. It was founded by the freedman named Peyton roberts and had grown sizes up to 400 people at one point and has had many of the original inhabitants buried there they told me that during the times the community lived there clan members and many racist people would go be harsh in many ways to them my roommate even said that a couple of teenage boys were lynched for crimes that they supposedly committed um this is the fact that he's unable to verify though in this times it seems like something that could have happened there uh, the main ghost story is this bit here, where after hearing the story, C decided that with some other friends that they were going to go to midnight to the colony. Once they got there, uh, they said, he says, once there, we went around the church building, the old schoolhouse, and some of the historical markers recording our phones and voice memos. Over by a tall tree where the boys were supposedly lynched, and to our horror, and to our horror, we saw some chicken bones scattered to the floor around the tree. My girlfriend then asked on a voice memo, did any animals or foxes do this? When playing back the recording, we heard a childlike, soft but raspy voice say, yeah, in response. We discovered this after our small escapade and had gone home, but another thing that happened while we were there was just a collective feeling of struggle, and it also felt like pressure was all around us. Other than that, no apparitions or shadows or any orbs in the pictures we took. So it sounds like this is just like a folklorish kind of thing. Like yeah. It's like a a town story that has some truth to it if anything um he said that there was just some chicken bones around the tree and then there was a small voice memo back which i am interested yeah i've never heard of peyton colony so i feel like that's something we could definitely like look into especially if we do like a a, an episode on like the lost like lost colonies or abandoned call like roanoke Mm -hmm. and peyton call and then there's a yeah there's a lot of abandoned towns that have i'm sure very interesting histories yeah, no, I'm always um granted you're more of the history person than me, but I'm always interested in listening to like deep rich history on Absolutely. these places. So I think that's why for us for New Orleans too, I think that's why that tour was so interesting that we went on because they got like into actual history of things that happened there. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah, we love us some New Orleans. Yeah, that was that was that's crazy. I I'd definitely be interested to to reading more on that. This story comes from Zach, and he says, My son, who was around the age of four, he's now six, used to talk about his great-grandma, Dottie, or I'm sorry, this is pronounced Dodie, and how much he loved her, and she's a funny lady. Uh, He even kept a photo of her in his room. The thing is, he had never met her, and she passed away before my wife uh, was even born. 
Okay, that would be her great grandmother. Yeah. Was was her yeah. great grandmother. Yeah, sorry. It's taking me a minute to process this story. Okay, so his son is four. Would talk about how he loved his great grandmother, even though he had never met her. And the only thing he had of her was a photo. So it's a little bit interesting. Uh, to d- dive deeper, he says, uh, he would always talk about her like they were old friends. My wife and I got a little creeped out at first because our son started talking about her out of nowhere, but figured maybe she was just checking in on the family. One day, my s- one day we are given some of her old gloves and her hands were so tiny that only kids' hands could fit into them. So my daughter takes them out of the bag and my son runs up to them grabbing, saying, no, Charlotte, these are not for playing. When we told our son that, of course, you could play with these. Who says she can't play with them? My son grabbed my wife's hand, led her up the stairs into his bed, and pointed to the grandma's picture. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess, like, for me, uh, it's interesting that he's never met her in her life. And I guess, like, also it comes to the point where it's, like, people will say kids at that age can make up stories or make up, like, I guess the the, the part where you have, like, an imaginary friend is yeah. very, like, vital at that time. Um, I don't know if there's been other incidents or if this has been like, I don't know if his daughter has had any incidents with this either. Yeah. Uh, rather like, like has she spoken to his daughter or anything else? Um, but yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. I'm curious if, if the kid is still, is he still talking to her? Does he still see her? Does, is that, it was like, yeah, was that like an isolated incident? Um, well, especially because he was four at the time, and it's two years later. So, is there any anything else that happens, Zach? I'm super interested in hearing more. Yeah. If there's anything else to, I mean, to be fair, sure. if I had like a nice pair of Gucci gloves and like I die, and then like my <laughs> grandkids are trying to play with them, I'd be like, um, no, you put those back up. Come on, your little booger fingers. I know you didn't even wash your hands yeah. today. <laughs> I also wonder because like he they were he was saying that his son would talk about his grandmother like they were old friends. I wonder if um maybe he had information like on his grandmother that only would be either told through history like oh your great grandmother used to love to eat this or like specific things like that that would make him feel connected that either his family told him or they never told him and he learned through her yeah like that's where i'm interested in like did he have facts and information that like you know yeah i mean i here's the thing i don't like I don't really know much about my great grandmother, not to the point where I'd be like, oh, she's a funny, like I met her like a couple times, but nothing like, you know, but that would have been like my great, great grandmother. So that's like, I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Let us know, uh, Zach, if you, if you have any more, uh, you know, instances of anything else happening or, you know, was this like the last time that anything happened or, you know, has there been anything weird, you know? That maybe you wouldn't think is weird, but now when you take a second look at it, maybe you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. Could be related. We've been going along with uh, some cryptids because we are Camp Cryptid, right? So, you know, we did uh, a Bigfoot episode a little bit a while back, and we just did the Jersey Devil. Um, but, you know, both of those topics and all of the cryptid topics are kind of like, you know, they're cryptids. They haven't been, you know, actually proven or, you know, debunked yet. But uh, so, you know, we're going to keep talking about cryptids until it goes out of style, which I think is never. So <laughs> this next story is a cryptid story, and it is from Alaska, which, you know, uh, for anybody who's listening outside the United States, Alaska is a very mysterious, wonderful, interesting place full of a lot of interesting um, stories. So this 
kind person named Darren wrote to us with a great article that he wrote that I actually had never even heard of the story prior to this. So thank you, Darren, for this. But um, his article dives into the mystery of the Alaskan Bigfoot and uh, its involvement in the uh, abandoned town of Portlock. Uh, it's a great read on both sides of the myths. He touches on things that can debunk some Sasquatch stories in the area and others that uh, may remain a mystery. So um, I'll make sure to post his story and his article in uh, the subreddit so that you guys can take a look at it and read it yourself. It's a really great uh, read on some of the um, some of the occurrences around Bigfoot, uh, especially around the uh, abandoned town of Portlock. So we love that. Thank you, Darren. Uh, we'll definitely be touching base about some more Bigfoot stuff. So thank you again for submitting that. And speaking of submitting to our subreddit, we keep saying we're going to post stories, and we always do. We post all of our latest episodes, any weird stories we come in contact, or if we're talking about something um, on an episode, we always post it in our subreddit. So if you are on Reddit, make sure to go check out Camp Cryptid Podcast. Uh, it's our subreddit, and it's uh, we're booming. We've got over 200 people we love that. So thank you all so much for joining us. And, you know, it makes our day to pop on there and see someone post like a, you know, a random story or, you know, their own, uh, their favorite cryptid or, you know, artwork or any like weird stickers or cool shit you guys have. So thank you. We, we just, we adore it. So check out our subreddit. <laughs> I know, just posted to see if anybody had any crypto tattoos that they wanted to send oh, over to God, us. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, we need to get one. We should get, like, a little matching crypto Oh, tattoo. my gosh, we should. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know I'm always down That'd for more tattoos. Fun. I'm like, I want to get yeah. my neck tattooed. I want my hands tattooed. I want every. Yeah. I know, girl. I'm like, yeah. I want to be covered. <laughs> I know, it's so hard. And then, like, I look at, like, somebody else, and I'm like, oh, it looks good. Now I want something on me. Oh, my God, yeah. all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, have you been watching anything new before we head out of here? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, you had mentioned, I think it was called Antlers uh, a while back, and I finally watched that. I, it's a, it's a, speaking of cryptids or mythological beings, it's a Wendigo story. Totally cool. Um, really enjoyed it. Brutal. Um, another thing that I had texted you about this week is a movie called From, and you can watch, I think, the first four episodes on Amazon Prime, and then it's an epic show. But, um, oh, my gosh, I'm fucking hooked to this show and i i love to binge things so i can just take it all in at once because i'm very like scatterbrained and all over the place but um it's it's the fifth episode's out and i'm like it comes out again this sunday and i'm like losing it i'm losing it so if you are into like it's it's kind of like lost but uh put these really fucking scary ass vampire demons in there and it's i i it's crazy it's crazy it sounds really cool yeah so basically, like, the gist is, is, like, this you know, people drive through this town in different parts of the United States, and um, it's almost like uh, you can't escape it. Like, the trees are moving. Like, there's trees where you can crawl into the holes, and you drop it a different place in the area. Like, and then at night, <clears throat> basically, there's, like, these things that come to the window, and they can, they're, they can look like people that have died in your past. And then basically, they try to, like, get you to let them in so i don't really know at this point if they're vampires or demons or what because i mean it really hasn't even gone into it but i'm telling you it's brutal and it's fucking awesome <laughs> i need i'm really happy with like the shows and things that have been coming out this year already yeah oh like, yeah the end of last year too like we've been getting really lucky with some good stuff so i'm really excited to see what we're what else is going to come out this year yeah i was gonna say what um, are you watching i know there was <laughs> 
I mean, I haven't really honestly watched too much. I mean, you've um, been traveling a little bit too, so. Yeah, I'm mostly looking forward to like movies like the the new Batman's out. Oh right? my god, coming I out. Know. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So I want to see that. I want to see. There was like the I mentioned like the the XXX or whatever porn movie that A24 is doing. Like I'm waiting for that. No, it's like are we talking um, Triple X with Vin Diesel? Because I'll I'll go. No, I'll no, do no. an entire podcast just, episode on that. <laughs> It might just be called X. It's like the the porn A24 horror movie. Um, and then I'm also waiting. There was like that that phone movie from Blumhouse. Like I'm just waiting for good yeah. films to come out. Yeah. Like good horror films. Yeah, we love that. So, But I'm here for any show. So again, if you guys have recommendations, we are always willing to hear them because we'd love to check stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's our research. We have to We have to watch all these scary movies and scary shows for research. So that we can make informed, you know, let you all know what what the hell to watch. That's good. But yeah, Mm -hmm. good decisions. Hell yeah. I think that's all I've been watching, though, that from. And now I've I've cashed that out until it comes out again. So, yeah, Hmm. I always try to I always try to go through like Shudder. But I feel like I've watched literally everything on Shudder. Yep. Yep. Shudder's got great stuff. I just need them to upload more. I agree. I agree. And, like, their originals are good, too. So, like, they need more production to, like, yeah. get more out. That's how I feel about it. I agree. This was our Campfire Tales for this month, and we're super excited. We're going to get some guest uh, submissions and talk about guests um, coming on. And then uh, we also have a great episode on leprechauns coming up. So if you have any, you know, encounters with any little leprechauns or, you know, you've got any lore surrounding these crazy little creatures, um, do write in and let us know. We're going to be talking about leprechauns and fairies and all the fun dark sides of maybe St. Patrick's Day. If there are any, we'll find out next week. But in the meantime, if you do have any stories that uh, relate to St. Patty's Day or any, you know, crazy tales of Miss Good Luck, make sure to write in to uh, campcryptedpodcast.com. Hell yeah. And if you're looking for different ways to listen to us, make sure you go over to cancryptopodcast.com. Uh, we are over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which you can leave reviews on now. So if you enjoy our podcast, please let us know. There's also links to Podbean. We're on YouTube. And uh, you can also find all of the different social media that we have. So we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can connect with us on there. And everything you need, honestly, is on cancryptopodcast.com. So make sure you check us out. And until next week, where we're back with little leprechauns. <laughs> Uh, you can check us out then and we're your camp counselors signing off.